No one's happy about the robot voice ever. <laughs> no. Nobody, nobody that listens to this knows what that even is. All right. Um, oh, well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, God, it feels like forever. So, two of you have moved since the last time we've played. Oh, Out of town guests. Uh, got sick in there for a while. I've completely forgotten everything about what I'm supposed to do. I didn't open <clears throat> Beyond. I didn't open. Right. So, we're, you know, this game is sometimes has dungeons, sometimes has dragons, often has neither, but. <laughs> we haven't had any for a while. Right? Not since, uh, God, episode 13 when Caldehinder got killed. Or Caldehinder. All right. <clears throat> well, without further ado, let's get started. Yay! Uh. The crew assembled at last. Oh, that's not where I start. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, I usually add a little bit in from the previous one, too. Uh, finally, Una hired Tiff, the final member of the crew of the Fury. Though one that would play an important part in the times to come. The crew assembled at last. Everyone made preparations to set sail on their maiden voyage. The crew made some last-minute upgrades to the ship while the test team gathered up their personal goods and their trade goods. Council of the Undernation gave, them, gave the team their blessing and a new flag to fly from their ship. Everyone gathered at the dock to see the Dragon's Fury off on its voyage, and soon enough, the ship weighed anchor and slipped out of the harbor. And I think that's enough story for tonight, little one. The moon hangs low and we need to get some sleep in tonight if we're going to travel tomorrow. Surprised by the lack of pushback, the father looks over and finds his daughter sound asleep by the dwindling fire. Smiling, he sets down his whittling. He goes over and pulls up her bedroll, tucking her in for the night. There's another log in the fire and looks up at the vivid night sky. Stars so beautiful and bountiful, countless in number, so alien from the crystal skies of his youth. He heads to his bedroll and sleep soon follows. The next evening, in a different clearing in the same isolated woods, the father is picking the last bits of dinner out of his teeth while his daughter sets up her bedroll. As she snuggles in for the evening, she looks at her father and says, So, what happens next? You drift off to sleep and have pleasant dreams. No, you jerk, in the story. <laughs> oh, story, the father says with a playful wink. I figured you'd forgotten all about that by now. It's been such a long day. My memory is really good, Papa. I wouldn't forget after one day. All right, all right. No offense intended, little one. So last night, I told you about how Amani, Shivani, Una, and Yenfer all came together to explore the overworld at the behest of the Undernation. Rebranded the Topside Exploration and Survey Team, or TEST for short, they explored the world above and found out they were on a vast island inhabited by the Carmenova Empire. <coughs> Goblins, kobolds, and bugbears led by the Goblin Empress Zoraya, who seemed to have nothing but disdain for our people. The group was captured by the Empress, but managed to escape thanks to the assistance of Captain Thora, a smuggler from Valdeheim. In turn, Captain Thora was captured, and the test group was left with her boat. They mounted a good-hearted, though ill-conceived rescue attempt, which cost Shivani her right arm. They fled across the Trenarian Sea and found themselves in the city of Farpool. There, they met a sympathetic government who began negotiations with the Under Nations Council in order to get our people out from the under-the-thumb of the Carmenova Empire. Negotiations safely out of their hands, the group decided to explore more of the large new world they found, gathering a crew and setting sail on the Dragon's Fury which I believe is where we left off last night. So, having gathered the crew, the group set sail for the city of Zadora and the country of Rodereva to investigate another one of the strange gates, similar to the one that Amani had spent her life guarding. Along the way, they were waylaid by a fearsome and terrible pirate, a dread wizard named Death's Shadow, who preyed upon ships in the Trinarian Sea with his crew of undead brigands. 
fight was fierce, for the dead feel no pain. But Amani was able to drive the wizard overboard and forced his retreat. Though he vowed to return one day, and I don't think I give away too much when I say this, of course he did. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be for some time yet. In the meantime, the dragon's fury made their way to the port city of Redora, or Zadora, and made their way upriver to, or no, the Dragon's Fury made their way to the port city of Redora and, prepare, and made their way upriver to the city of Zadora. That's where we'll start our session today. So, you guys uh, are on the Dragon's Fury and are just arriving in the city of Zadora. Uh, you spent the last day or so uh, heading upriver uh, as you exited the ocean uh, at the port city of Redora uh, and headed it up this very broad, uh, very broad and slow-moving river uh, towards the city of Zadora. Uh, near midday, you arrive at a small hilly city of small red clay buildings punctuated by tall minarets. To the far western side of the city, you can see what looks to be a half-built statue, but no work currently seems to be being performed on it. Uh, and snow-capped mountains loom to the south. Uh, and the, the surrounding countryside is full of scrubby vegetation. Uh, you guys uh, pull in. There's um, on the banks of this river. Uh, there's uh, some docks. Uh, you, uh, uh, Una, you're able to guide the ship in and weigh anchor. And the crew lets out a hearty cheer as you guys are now on land. Yeah, we didn't all die. Did anyone die? No. I did. You, you got, got knocked out. out. Big I baby. Die. What? <laughs> so none of our crew died in the undead attack? Nope. Great. Um, so what do we want to do? I think we need to pay the crew. Oh, okay. Well, first the crew need, first the crew needs to unload the uh, all right yeah. goods. Says Edith helpfully. <laughs> uh, do we know? Just like, do we just do we have to go to find somebody particularly to sell it to, or do we just? Is that part of my job as the quartermaster? Uh, it's it's kind of the captain's job to negotiate the sale. It's your job oh, to pay. God. <laughs> uh, I wanted to be the captain. You get to be the captain. I will, if, I, I he just gives you a hearty pat on the back and says, "Come on, I'll take you to the market." Okay, cool. I'm already bored with selling and trading goods. I know, right? Uh, I'm kind of in charge of inventory, right? So I'll guide everybody getting the shit off the mm -hmm. boat. And to remind you, you guys have seventy barrels of almonds, seven, uh, seventy barrels of olive oil, uh, and sixty barrels of olives. Uh, and one empty barrel that used to contain uh, 42 gallons of fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <clears throat> All right, so uh, I followed. Been, uh, oh, by the way, it is the 74th day of the year 700. Uh, it's been 13 days since you set off. So I'll follow Ida. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she says... Uh, well, first things first, um, we should uh, check in with the quartermaster, let them know what, uh, why we're here, what we're carrying. Uh, she says, we'll have to pay uh, probably a little bit of customs. Cool. What do we bring again? Almonds and... 
Olive oil and olives. Yeah. Olive oil and olives. Okay. Right. Uh, so you meet the uh, quartermaster. It's a halfling man with uh, uh, tan skin and real thick, like knobby fingers. Uh, what's the What's the climate like here? Uh, very warm and dry. Uh, oh, we, went, we went south instead of north, didn't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Gosh. Is this sort of an equatorial region? Um, think, uh, think, uh, yeah, kind of it's equatorial. Yeah, that's probably a good way of putting it. A little north of it, but okay. very hot year round. Is it Caribbean? Uh, I'd put it more Moroccan. Mm. Kind of uh, northwestern, northern Africa. Am I a little warm? Very. Cool. Are we dying because of the heat? Um, that's a great question. Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> that's you. Probably this is probably the warmest you guys have ever been. Um. Let me just think. Uh, let me just check real quick what season you're in. Uh, <clears throat> um, yeah, you guys are in. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's early summer here, so yeah, it's like ninety degrees Fahrenheit here. Ish. Um, you notice that like most of the inhabitants here are wearing like light. Uh, light clothing, both in like color and like fabric, very loose, breezy garments. Uh... Anyway, uh, quartermaster uh, just charges you guys. Um, it's a copper piece per barrel for customs, so that's two gold pieces. Okay, quartermaster, okay. if you want to take that off your log. Um, Whoever's tracking and... the funds. That's good. Yes. And then. Uh, Ida thanks them and then takes you over to uh, this large open building where there's all sorts of people like shouting and like waving slips in the air and kind of negotiating with each other. Um, I just stand kind of a panicked look over at Ida. All right, she says, so Una, all you have to do is uh, she hands you a slip of paper. It's got the number 70 on it. Uh, she says, just raise this in the air and say, yell almonds, almonds, almonds. Okay. And I race up in the air and I go, hey, all this. <laughs> roll me, um, <laughs> uh, just a straight, I'm just going to call it straight up charisma. Just roll me a straight up charisma. <laughs> Natural 20. Nice. Uh, there's sort of a silence. Uh, <laughs> everyone around you kind of stops. And looks <laughs> They're really good. Um, and uh, somebody comes up and says, actually, I need almonds. Uh, what you what do you want what do you want for him? How many barrels you got? How uh, many barrels do I got? Whispers seventy barrels. Seventy we paid, barrels. We paid five gold pieces for it, so we want more than that. It takes uh, nine gold pieces. Oh, that's not enough. <clears throat> Why did we say that? Uh, the guy says sold. Nine gold pieces a barrel for almonds. I'll take it. Great. Right. We still made a profit. Seven. All right. So uh, nine and seven, 63. So uh, 630 gold pieces. Cool. 
right. How much, Chris? Did I do okay? How much gold we actually have for the? Uh, do you have that? Um, I have two hundred and thirty and or two twenty eight, and I don't think that's right. Well, uh, it might be right because you had to drop a thousand and fifty on your uh, goods purchase to begin with. I also have one thousand two hundred eighty elsewhere, but I don't remember what these notes are. So for. I think I think the twelve eighty was the, <laughs> what you had before you purchased your trade goods. Okay. That was a thousand fifty, so that would put you down to two thirty. And isn't that what you said the second amount was? Yeah, and then minus the two is two twenty eight. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, so now it's uh, so add six thirty six thirty to that. All right, and uh, Edith says, "Hey, good job, Una. You just made us." Uh, she says, uh, "210 gold pieces, just like that." Sweet. Let's do it again. All right, she hands you another slip with seventy on it. She says, "This one's for olive oil." <laughs> again. Hey, I got olive oil now. Roll me another charisma check. <laughs> Nine. Um, okay. Uh, people are a little more used to your shouting ways now. Oh, also, um, uh, I'm changing how the inspiration system works once again. Because <laughs> um, here's the thing. I think... Um, and also, I don't think you should use inspiration on this, Una. Uh, I, I think that there's probably more moments that earn you guys inspiration than I give you them for because you guys are good role players and I just often get too caught up in the, in the stuff to hand it out. So uh, everyone, every session starts with inspiration. Yay. Use it or lose it. Next session, you'll have inspiration again. So. Neat. I like it. Yep, and that way I don't have to worry about giving it out, and you don't have to worry about hoarding it. Uh, and you can also still, you know, if you know Caitlin hasn't used hers, and Shivani really needs the inspiration, Caitlin can of course still donate hers. So, cool. all right. Nine. Nine. Uh, uh, she says. Uh, just, she says, keep going. Just keep shouting. And olive oil. Hey, lots of lots of olive oil. There's like lots of olive oil. Uh, someone else can use oh, um, olive oil. You say, where's it from? <laughs> like specifically, or like a general region? Oh, 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 oh. Says, what city did you come from? What city did we come from? This is just me forgetting because we. Uh, Farpool. <laughs> yeah. Farpool. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. Um, <coughs> one says, I'll give you five gold pieces a barrel for it. Okay, for it. You paid five gold pieces a barrel for it. Six. Oh, Deal. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to end up losing a lot of money on this trip. No, you're not. You've already paid for the money. almonds. Much. Oh, you have to pay for the crew, too. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, you. All right. So that's uh, 420 gold pieces back to you. Awesome. And um, Edith says, oh, that's a little less good on that one, but you're getting the hang of it, Captain. Uh, and she hands you a slip that has 60 written on it. She says, this is your olives. And now I got olives. Hey, olives. Olives. Roll me another charisma. <laughs> 20. Not natural. Okay. 
Uh, somebody else comes over and says, where, uh, where are those olives from? Horrible. You know, good olives there. What yeah. you want for them? What do we pay for them? Five. Chet. Give you uh, give you six. Eight. Seven it is? Cool. All right. All right, so you get 300 more gold pieces. Yay. 300. How many barrels? 360. Or no, 420. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 420 is, is what you paid for. 420, you get 420. There we go. All right. Uh, and then so they have the slips. They'll come by and pick them up from the dock where your ship is. <coughs> and we'll fast forward through that. It's been loaded. Uh, and then. 1460 on that. Uh. <laughs> Let me pull up my calculator. Four, I'll be right back. 1470. That uh, was uh, let me... 960 plus 20, plus 20, 1470, yeah. Plus 228, 16, uh, 98. 20, 1698, yep. I'm working right, on it. I'm going to take 130 off <laughs> for crew salary. So 1568. Minus 130? For crew salary, yes. Yep. So 1568? Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. So uh, you get back to your ship. Uh, the crew's got the stuff unloaded. Uh, now that the stuff's unloaded, uh, you pay them. Uh, and uh, G- Bridger, Georgie, Vivian, Rally, Stormy, Carswell, and Myrtle... All head back. All head into town for fun ship leave stuff. <laughs> Just wanted to remind you of their names. Uh, uh, Bridger says, uh, "I'm gonna scout the." Uh, he says, uh, "Cap." Oh, she's gone. He's, he looks at you, quartermaster. He says, uh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna scout the uh, Riderva for good food supplies." He says, um, <clears throat> "He says, uh, what, how much do you want me to spend on that?" Um, how much should he spend? Um, Bridger, how much do you think we're going to need for the return trip? Uh, he says, um, he says, I'll tell you what, he says, I can make you standard meals for, uh, 10 gold pieces. He says, or I could make exceptional meals for 20. 20. All right. We like nice. All right, he says, uh, he holds out his hand for the 20 gold pieces and says, I'll bring back receipts. Cool. I do require receipts. <laughs> um, uh, Alfred comes out and says, quarter minute. Alfred's playing with the cat. He's like, kitty. Look at that lovable lump. And this is recorded, so we get to see it forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh wish I had a kitty in my lap. Uh, uh, so Edith and Alfred are sitting out there, and Edith um, uh, says, uh, "What? How, how long do you think we'll be here in, at uh, Doc?" She says, um, 
Who's, who's she asking? Just the lot of you. Um, long enough to stock up and go again, probably? Maybe. Uh, what, and you wanted to explore the gate while you were here, right? Oh, right. I forgot. Um, <laughs> research, too. <clears throat> I'm hot. You... What? I forgot my accent. <laughs> um, do you think the crew would be okay with a two-week leave? Um, she says uh, uh, a week would probably be we'll probably get restless after a week she says um, uh, maybe if you gave him a few extra coin at that time I'm sure they'd be happy to stick around a little longer I don't know that we'll be here longer than a week necessarily yeah, I just wanted to err on the side of caution she says I'll have them check back in in a week there you go she says, and we can we can go from there. Uh, and she nods, and she says, well, if you'll excuse me, she says, uh, this dry air certainly parches my throat. She says, I need to go find something to help with that. <laughs> what time is it? It's like midday. Also, how do we handle security on the ship? Or does, like, that not really a concern? Um, uh... Well, you could sleep on the ship. That's we could hire security. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Remember, stay behind. You have Tiff stay behind and do security. <laughs> Does Edith think we need to hire security? Um, uh, she says, um, well, uh, if you're not planning on staying in the ship, she says, uh, you should at least have someone there. If not, I mean, she says locks can be picked. Valuables can be taken. Want to just stay on the ship? Save you in costs. Yeah. Oh my goodness, buddy, you're so cute. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll go ahead and stay on the ship then. Oh, no, she says, not the whole time. She says, just sleep, sleep there that night. Oh, I, that's what I meant. I thought you meant just like, I'm not going to adventure today. I'm going to stay on the <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Um, uh, Tiff says, uh, I'll keep an eye on it. She says, I'm not re- really have a role in this mission anyway. Oh, um, that's right. That's the, the scribe. <laughs> yeah. uh, she, says, um, I can, she says, I can create an alarm ward that will uh, alert me if uh, uh Whenever, if anybody comes on the ship, she says, and I'll be nearby. Such big purse. She says, because I feel like I have to earn my keep somehow. <laughs> uh, she says, um, and of course, uh, she says, I'll have an audible alarm too that might scare people off. Awesome. Um... Una, Una says, oh, wow, you're good for something. <laughs> something to that effect. <laughs> something dismissive. <laughs> uh, and uh, Tiff heads back to the ship. What do the rest of you guys do? Oh, um, uh, Alfred uh, lets you guys know um, uh, that if you're interested, uh, he could take the downtime to improve the ship. Uh, he could improve the crew quarters. 
Uh, he could inst- install a new masthead on there. Uh, he could, uh, you know, uh, improve the riggings and the sails. All of which would have beneficial effects while you're on the ocean. What's the cost? Uh, each cost is, I'll say well, for simplicity's sake, each one's like 100 gold pieces. Oh, and you can pick one of them. I see the sails and the rigging and whatnot. Yeah. All right. Uh, so if you take 100 gold pieces out of your coffer, uh, he says it'll be done within a week. Okay. Um, is Alfred getting paid for his time? Does the 100 gold include that? Uh, yes, we'll just say it does. <laughs> okay. Well, I, for one, find this climate rather uncomfortable. I think... I think a new outfit is in order if I'm to stay here for any length of time. Um, Shopping! <laughs> that why a man is wrestling with Duncan. There was a lot of... Flipping. <laughs> 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 Actually, is that Paul? I think that might be Paul. Oh, fuck so. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you're right. I think it is Paul. <laughs> oh dear. Um, uh, so uh, I'm going to find a boutique. <clears throat> if you would like to join me, I'll go with. Does Amanda have her symbol from the last campaign in the back of her chair? No, that's a Zelda symbol. It's from Zelda. Oh, okay. Yes, I'll join you for shopping. That would be, if she did though, that would be a level of dedication. I was breathtakingly impressed. We (laughs) should stop everything. Anyway, yes, shopping. Let's do this. I'll go with as well. All right, so uh, you guys quickly quickly find your way to an open air market, uh, which is just on the. uh, Oh, actually, let me open up. I'm sorry, buddy. Going map. Off. I the Dora here. Uh, <laughs> oops, move you guys over there. Uh, and in the uh, upper left corner there, that's uh, the flag of Riderva, which you see everywhere. Sort of a red flag with this sort of golden knot. Type roll 20? Of... Yep. Um. Uh, all right, so uh, you find your way um, into this open air market. Oh no, are you done with me? No, not me. Uh, where there's all all these colorful outfits um, and uh, uh, people uh, hustling about, uh, selling um, selling their selling their goods and wares. Shivani is going to try and find a more suitable warm weather outfit. All right. Uh, yeah, you find a shop that uh, sells, uh, has a variety of kind of breezy outfits. Um, they're all um, 
they're all fairly light in color, um, but there are some that have like uh, kind of uh, these splashes of color. Uh, it seems like more like the base outfit's white, and then there's like kind of these colorful accessories that splash onto them. Uh, leads to sort of a yeah, a light breezy, uh, stylish outfit. Is there any place that is selling anything not white, like dark green, dark brown? Not going to go so far as to request black, but anything more subtle than white? Um, yeah. I mean, they're, I mean, they're less common. They're not the big, that's not the local style here. But yeah, they do have like um, other lighter colors uh, around. Cool. If you want to accessorize with your magical uh, cloaks. <laughs> no, I, I want something dark green so I can hide. Dark yeah. green, dark brown. But linen weight, very important. All right, so, uh, yeah, uh, anybody that wants to get a local outfit, just drop a gold piece. Okay. And that'll, and that'll get you a very fine outfit. Did you see my message, Chris? Oh, no, I, I, I did not. Let me, let me look. I imagine there would be a charge for that. Did they enjoy it? Uh, I think there are two. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah yeah you you do that five gold pieces <laughs> okay i got an outfit too but i like i like the uh, all right so amanda what you missed um mm -hmm. uh everyone agreed to meet back up with the crew in the week edith is taking care of corralling them uh bridger uh you guys paid him for like to go out and you paid him 20 gold pieces to go out and get like extra good meals for your next voyage um uh, Alfred is improving the sails and riggings at a cost of 100 gold pieces. Um, uh, and then you guys have made your way to a central souk, as they call it, a market, um, uh, where uh, Shivani is leading the way into getting some, like, local outfits. Oh, cool. Uh, so if you want to, if you would like to pick up a local outfit, it's drop a gold piece. Uh, Shivani got one, or Amani got one in green, and Shivani got one. Did you get one in the white ones? Uh, yes. All right. Um, and as you guys, uh, Shivani, Amani, and Una, as you guys are shopping around, you realize you've kind of lost track of Yen. Hmm. He's disappeared into the market. Wasn't he um, more than everyone else in existence? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as you guys are looking around for him, you see a furbolg approach you who's got kind of a buzz cut shaved fur dyed white and wearing this bright white uh, kind of hooded, brilliant outfit. Uh, and much to your surprise, uh, when he talks, you realize it's in fact Yin. <laughs> your fur is going to fall out if you keep dying it that way. I think you look great, Yin. I'm confident in my roots. What is <laughs> my outfit? And I do like a, I, I do a, a, a little spin for everyone. It was very nice. Touching. I like the flying robes. All we need to know about that. <laughs> uh, Una goes back to browsing uh, fabrics. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, what kind of outfit do you get, Una? Uh, I don't know. Is there anything that says, like, I'm here to enjoy the weather and have fun, but also don't fuck with me? <laughs> Um, I think that's just you. 
Okay. <laughs> so, All right, yeah. I can settle for that. Anything you wear, but... Does it come in lavender? Yeah, you find it like a lavender-colored, uh, kind of uh, loose-fitting, light linen uh, outfit that helps with the heat immensely from your, you know, furred, from your furred, uh, you know, uh, adventurer's clothes that you've been wearing up to this point. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. So I'll put that on, toss my uh, armor on over it. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Does this clash? Does it clash, Shivani? No, I think you look marvelous, darling. Okay, cool. Oh my god, I love Radarev and Shivani, that's great. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, you guys enjoy the shopping. Um, as you guys are shopping, you do notice something a little peculiar. Um, you notice that there are people kind of that seem to be like running to and fro, like you get the idea, like messengers maybe or gophers. Um, uh, but they're all, they're wearing kind of these like deep uh, purple outfits uh, and they're all wearing these masks that look identical to each other. What do the masks like, uh, they're white, uh, <laughs> with kind of, um, just like these, uh, kind of black accent features that highlight where like, um, you know, uh, just under the eyes and like where the lips would be. Uh, Are they all gnomes? No, they're, they're varying shapes and sizes. Okay, good. Noted. Yep. I keep an eye on them, but I'm not too concerned at the moment. Yeah, and people, it's interesting, people actually seem to like, um, like if they see them coming, they just kind of step out of their way politely. Uh, nobody seems to like, I mean, everyone seems used to them and nobody, and they seem to give them the courtesy of the right of way whenever they're running around. Cool. Shivani also wants to buy a very, um, not ornate, but very expensive looking like folding fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whatever that would cost. Mm -hmm. uh, throw off another two gold pieces okay. for, a very, for a very ornate folding fan. And I'm going to have my um, uh, unseen servant fanning me as we walk through the streets. <laughs> Well, uh, Shivani's looking for a fan. Um, Luna's going to find some Madurvan uh, souvenirs for the kiddos. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you find some uh, some little, like, uh, kind of, uh, uh, I guess, figurines uh, that are, like, <laughs> carved out of, that are carved out of the, like, red, um, red mud red clay that everything here seems to be made out of. They're like a camel or some sort of like deserty creature. Yeah. Looking yeah, there's like a palm tree and a camel. And they're all they're they're painted like not like completely but just like a little highlight a little highlight uh strokes cool. on them. I get a couple of those. Mm -hmm. Uh drop like five silver. Cool. Um as you guys make your way through the market and are dropping money, more and more people seem to be calling out to you uh, mm -hmm. to uh, uh, tell you their wares. Anything striking at Luna's fancy that people are calling out to her about? 
Um, oh, there is a, a place that is selling um, kind of these uh, uh, these little bread pockets that are stuffed with uh, meat and rice uh, and cheese. Mm-hmm. I buy one. All right. Uh, it's delicious. You, no mushrooms at all to be seen anywhere. Great. <laughs> I give them the gold. Uh, they they are their eyes wide and then they quickly pocket it. <laughs> this, that was supposed to cost a copper piece. <laughs> <laughs> Una doesn't even like notice that she's already turned around to be like, "You're pretty good." <laughs> You're wildly overpaying again. Oh, I'm not. It's worth it. <laughs> um, Shivani, you're catching some attention from people that see your magical floating fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple kids that like run up and try to like suss out whether it's like attached to anything. I forget, is the Unseen Servant incorporeal or is there like a... Okay. So, um, you de- you have like just like three or four children now that are just kind of running circles around you like laughing at the fan in like a playful way, not a mean way. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, careful. Rupert gets a little uh, rashly sometimes. Um, uh, in the uh, center, so the the central market has kind of uh, two giant uh, fountains, uh, kind of in the. If you look, there are the two squares there on the map um, that just uh, spray water up into the air, uh, and people people kind of gather there and like, you know, some people are soaking in the water, so other people, you know, have buckets that they're getting water and you know taking it back places. Um, yeah, so uh, you spend as much time as you want here at the market. Uh, what else do you do? Um, did we have any? I, I, I guess, uh, is there any sort of like um, constabulary district where they might have like bounties or something up that we could? Maybe spend a day on and get some more money. Yeah, um, there's in fact in the edges of the market, there's bulletin boards that appear to have things like that on them. I'm going to peruse. Uh, um, Shivani will. Hmm. Uh, she's not sure. Ah. She wants to, to try and ask if anybody knows about where they might find the, um, the Shadowfell portal, but she's not sure who the best person to ask would be. I don't need to ask anyone. You just need to watch my face. Yeah, we just wander around. She'll that was, was going to be my question after we were done actually shopping at the market. Do I get a ping? Uh, do you, you, so you sort of, yeah, uh, you... Um, uh, you open your senses a little bit further, um, and uh, yeah, you can feel a gate nearby. Chris, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Hey, like, real question. If I'm attuned to my Warhammer of Warning, but I'm not wielding it at the moment, do I still get the uh, the benefits of it? I believe so. Okay. Let me double check. I guess that made sense because I'm not like walking around with it in my hand. Uh, it just has it. to be on your person. Okay. 
Carry on. All right. Uh, yeah, so you, you do get a magical, you do kind of feel that, that familiar tingling sensation in your head. Um, and you have a kind of a, a general idea of the direction that it's in. Uh, as soon as I recognize it, I start heading that direction. You tell your companions? Um, I'll probably like wave at them. Do I notice? <laughs> I'm trying to read boards. Oh, I am interested in the bounties. I agree with you about the bounties. <laughs> Peruse the bounties. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, on the bounty board, um, uh, you see, it looks to me like seven or so different bounties um, of varying, varying levels. Uh, you see... Uh, you know, uh, what, what, what kind of bounty are you interested in? Like, uh, you see there's a couple murderers, uh, thief, some of them are wanted dead or alive, some of them are wanted alive. Um, what, what, kind of, what kind of bounty are you looking for? Whatever seems the most fun. <laughs> um, I'm interested in the one that would yield the most gold. So you're looking for the priciest one. Uh, well, priciest that I don't think will get us killed instantly. I was going to say. <laughs> Isn't this rather beneath us? I mean, we are fairly well off business owners now. Uh, I don't know about you, but I need to make 10,000 gold, so whatever. <laughs> I only have 600, so it's going to take some time. Also, do you really want to deal with a grumpy and bored Una? I just point. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> points, Yin. Fair, fair, fair points. Um, I'm getting it again. Like, ugh. we need to, we need to have her let off some steam before we get back on that boat again. <laughs> <laughs> I need some um, proper exercise. <laughs> uh, Imani says as she remembers all the times that she fought with Una on the boat just to keep them both entertained. Imani <laughs> also very. Um, you know, okay, so uh, uh, the the biggest bounty on the board uh, is for a person named Valorian. Uh, they're a dragonborn uh, who leads a a small group of bandits uh, that has been like uh, attacking people that live outside the city walls. Um, the uh, various various affected parties and the city government have put up a bounty uh, totaling 1,000 gold pieces. Nice. Uh, for Valerian's return, dead or alive. Nice. Uh, you also see a note uh, that kind of looks like to be written maybe in like some sort of like wax crown. Um, uh, it's just a uh, lost cat. Three copper pieces for return. What's the cat's name? Um, <laughs> the glee on Matt's face. Is the Does it say what the cat looks like? Uh, the cat's name uh, is... <laughs> I can't believe you opened this door and didn't have a prep. Yeah. <laughs> right. Surely they won't ask what the cat's name is. Who saw everyone's face when I picked this link? Why wouldn't we ask what the cat's name is? Um, <laughs> Mr. Honeysocks. Through force or by choice, we are all cat people. Uh, uh, Mr. Honeysocks, 
uh, is a uh, black cat that has little golden like fur around his feet. Oh, he sounds adorable. <laughs> um, and uh, the the reward set, you know, the last scene uh, near east side of town. Um, wanted very much alive. <laughs> awesome. Let's go find this cat. <laughs> oh, no. oh boy. So, what do you guys do? Holy shit. Do you matter, Caitlin? There's a huge spider in my house. Kill it! Not okay. Gently move it outside. Feed it to the cats. Nope, he's about to die. His life is forfeit. It's so big! <laughs> 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 and it with your new level 20 book. No! <laughs> you hit me with that book, I would die. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. So does it say like where outside of town it is? Uh, the bandits? Yeah. yeah. Uh, south of town. Uh, near a waterfall. We can go out there like camp for a night. Look like is this a river that cuts from north to south? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's the river you guys came in on. You can uh, look like, like we don't really know what we're doing and then be like easy prey and then smash the hell out of them when they come. Just pretend that the river in that map is a bit wider. But, but yes, that is, that is effectively it. And the cat was by the east gate? East side of town, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see. We could do the kitty rescue on our way out of town and then deal with the bandits. I mean, the cat's probably dead. What? Why would you say such a thing? A monster. Why wouldn't a cat go back to its home? Because. lost. Yeah. Hmm? Or maybe it's got a girlfriend cat. Or boyfriend cat. Or it just wanted a vacation. Hmm. Um, somebody stole it. In, Chris. What's that? Which direction is the gate in? Uh, here, I'll put it up at all that stuff on the map. Huh. Well, it looks like there are three gates. No, the uh, gate. Oh, the evil the magic gate. gate. My yeah. brain gate. The doom gate. Doomgate. Doom Alright, so Doomgate's kind of down in that area. Doomgate. Doom. We're uh, Doom. actually called uh, Okay. Lost cats over here. Just is like I'm so disappointed. <laughs> And so, and I'm partially disappointed, but partially just love my uh, players. <laughs> disappointed and entirely unsurprised. <laughs> like them and their I mean, throwaway I jokes. I don't give you a lost cat quest if I don't intend on you. <laughs> I mean, doing it. Right? Let's be real. <sighs> and the cat turns out to be a rakshasa. Oh, oh. 
We are way too low level for that. Shit. Yeah, right. Let's just try to avoid making friends with him. Hey, it was not me. Hey, I think making friends with the Rakshasa sounds like a great plan. Yeah. Nothing can go wrong with it. I mean, it probably kept us alive for a little while longer. You, you guys never died from that campaign, so. I mean, except for all the times you did die, but you always came back. I never died. Hey. All right, so. You've managed to generate mm-hmm. some, uh, some quest points there on the map. <laughs> Uh, what do you want to? What do you want to do now? Um, it's gets get. It's like uh, dinner time. Um, uh, the sun's like taking its time, making its way across the sky. We can go down, hit the Doom Gate, let you talk to some people, and then go outside and find a place to camp and try to like lure some bandits over for the evening. Are we fresh enough to stay up pretty late? Yeah. For the bandits? If you'd like, yeah. Cool. I think that's a plan. Like, they're not going to surprise the two of us. Probably not. Um, so, so, yeah. Head south, hit the Doom Gate, go yeah. uh, find some bandits. I'm going this way first. Caitlin, are you, is your thing on the fade in, fade out? I don't know. Am I sounding terrible? Yeah. I'm catching like the middle of what you're saying. Oh, okay. Um, how do I get to it? Uh, uh, it's under zoom.us and preferences. Uh, and then it's under the audio tab. Oh, here we go. Preferences. Audio. Mine's not checked. Maybe it's it also, it, I, I think it's also. I think it's more just that you know, she's moving back and forth. Working yeah. With graphs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Is this better? Yeah. Oh, okay. My input volume was really low. Oh. How's that? Much better. Good. I can hear you. Woo! <laughs> okay. Hopefully, you don't all die when I laugh. <laughs> I mean, that is a definite risk. I know. <laughs> All right. Doom gate. Doom gate. All right. So you guys head over to the doom gate. Doom. As the discussion winds down at the uh, at the quest board, Imani kind of zones out for a second and just starts walking away from y'all. You've seen her do this before. She's got the doom, the doom sense. <laughs> She's got a doomed look on her face. She's looking at the doomed right now. It's much cooler being the doomed queen when it doesn't mean you're going to die. It's just your title. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so she Follow. starts walking. What do, what do the rest of you do? Follow. Follow yeah. the doom. Oh, doom, doom song. Doom, 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 doom. All right, so you walk over um, across the river. Uh, there's a, a nice stone um, drawbridge, uh, um, and uh, you uh, make your way over uh, and over into this little um, kind of open area. There's more people like milling about, uh, and and you very quickly get the idea of where the Doomgate might be, Amani, when you see this 
two, this two-story temple uh, that's made almost, it looks like it's made entirely out of bones. What's ominous? <laughs> uh, and it's very artfully arranged. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it's made out of bones. Your, your extended family has unusual taste. Why would you say that? They're not my family. That's weird. I thought you were all related. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're just doomed. They're just all doomed. They're not all related. Got it. We're going to go knock on the door? Or? The bone door. Bone door. Uh, <laughs> there's people coming. There's people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, like a temple, people are going in and out. Yeah, yeah. I go right in. I follow. I follow. Right. Uh, so you walk in, and the decorations inside are just as macabre as they are on the outside. Nice. There's like there's like chandeliers made of bones, and um, like skulls that are used as candle holders. Uh, kind of uh, like it. Um, Very weird. It's a bit extra, but okay. I mean, they picked a theme and stuck with it. Very true. <laughs> um, and uh, there appears to be like uh, some sort of priests uh, kind of up at the front praying, uh, like one on the one with people. Is the gate in the room or is it somewhere else? Uh, as you get in here, you feel like it's beneath you. I start looking for a stairway. What's that? I start looking for a stairway. Um, you uh, you don't find one uh, up here in this public area. I'm going to walk over to one of the priests and go, hey, how do you uh, look at your doom gate? <laughs> My friend wants to know. Uh, so it's a kind of an older woman. Um, uh, she's wearing uh, red robes. Um and her head is shaved. Uh, and she says, I, I'm afraid I don't understand the question. She says, um, are you here to mourn one that you've lost? Imani, come over here. She doesn't know what I'm saying. The gate, the one, the gate. With the monsters. <laughs> I don't I don't really, quite really understand what it's supposed to do. She explained it a few times. I got bored and stopped listening. <laughs> She says, you seem troubled. Uh, Monty, do you go over? Yeah. Uh, is there a basement, a lower level? She says, the, the crypts are beneath here, yes. Can I go there? She says, and what, uh, she says, clearly you're not from here, so <clears throat> what business would you have in the crypts? I want to see the gate. The minute uh, Monty came over, uh, Una just wandered off again. <laughs> <laughs> she says your, your, your friend said something to that effect as well, but I'm afraid I don't understand what you're asking. Who's the keeper of the gate here? Who keeps it shut? <clears throat> the gate to, what did they call it? Shadow fell. The shadow fell? We just called it hell, but... Apparently, everyone has a different word for it. Where is it? Or where is the keeper? She says, you're talking about 
our our holy our holy relic. I am gathering. Holy relic. She says, you need to speak to Sahar. Perfect. Someone to talk to. If I may just ask, apologies, we are, as you said, new to the area. What deity does this, is this temple dedicated to? Uh, she says, this is dedicated to Omat, the god of the underworld. Omat. Ah, see. A-L-M-A-T, yes. Omat. I see. This deity is unknown to us. I apologize. Uh, yes, we would be very happy to speak with Zaman? Zahar. Zahar, yes. Uh, she says, well, uh, she says, um, uh, Zahar doesn't get many guests. I'm sure she'll be pleased to speak with you. Um, why doesn't she get any guests? Probably because she's dimmed. Shh. Well, you never got much guests either. Shh. <laughs> she says there are a few who know of the relic. She says, um, I'm quite, and she says, in fact, I'm quite interested to know how you know of it since you're not from here. But these are all questions that will be Sahara's place to ask, not mine. So if you'll follow me. Uh, and she uh, leads you to the back, uh, grabbing a torch from the wall as she does. Uh, and she opens a giant trap door that goes uh, down. Uh, you see stair like these stone stairs that go down into the ground beneath you. Does the trap door open from both sides? Of course. Okay. I didn't ask that aloud. I was I wanted to look around. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Uh, so she leads you down these spiral stairs um, that go down about 30 feet into darkness. Uh, the, uh, the torch sort of sputtering uh, and providing the light. Uh, sort of uh, dusty cobwebs uh, frame uh, the walls uh, as you guys are led through passages that are just lined completely with skeletons. Uh, um, and uh, other, other, uh, and like, and there are sort of like the same kind of macabre displays upstairs down here. There's little patterns made out of bones. Do I sense any undead? Uh, do you use that ability? I think that ability is a like a certain time per day of usage. Uh, oh, hold on. Your feature. Trait. Sorry. No problem. I disappeared for like 10 minutes or so. Is it your primeval awareness? Yeah, it's one spell slot. Do I want to spend a spell slot on this? No, because we're going to go bandit hunting. Yeah, that's fair. You probably don't. Hmm? You, you, I'm just going to be, just be, yeah, you probably don't want to spend your spell slot. Okay. Uh, save it for the level 17 bandit lord. <laughs> God, we gonna die. <laughs> Matt, you know me so well. <laughs> I do, Chris, and you're a good friend. How low is the ceiling? Um, 
Uh, it's a. Uh, uh, it's like it's like uh, it's like maybe six feet tall. So yeah, so you'll probably we're crouching. Me and you are. You you are at least yeah. I'll be in the end. Yes. Does Yen kind of like add a little more light as it bounces off of his white fur? <laughs> <laughs> he does. All right, so um, you guys uh, uh, make your way deep uh, down another three levels uh, before, and the, the whole time the sense is getting stronger. Uh, and finally, uh, you get to this room uh, that seems to be in the center of everything down here. It's uh, 30 feet wide by 30 feet long, like but in a sphere or a circle uh, with kind of a domed ceiling. Uh, and in the center of it, uh, there is this gold plinth, uh, which has been built around the gate uh, with this ornate uh, gold um, sort of uh, uh, arabesque style styling. So it's a stargate. Uh, and kneeling, kneeling before it uh, in some sort of meditation, uh, you see an older woman uh, with long gray hair uh, braided behind her, uh, kind of bronze skin. Um, and uh, she, upon your approach, she sort of, by the way, and this is in complete darkness until the torch gets in here. Uh, she stands up and turns to face you all uh, with uh, these sort of uh, gray eyes. Uh, she's a human. Great. Mm-hmm. As in, she's so old, she's lost all color, or that's probably her natural color. Uh, as in, like it, it's unnaturally like like the, there's no pupil or uh, iris. It's just gray. Hmm. Interesting. Um. Uh, and she says. Uh, well, Mina, you've brought me guests. What was that? What's that? That was a noise. Oh. Uh, she says, um, Mina, you may go. Uh, that woman that you now gather is named Mina, just nods and Shivani kind of will, an- annoyedly leaves. Shivani will uh, give Mina five gold pieces and say, a donation for your assistance. Uh, she says, um, she nods gratefully and says, I'll, I'll put it in the tithing box. Um, and, uh, yeah, the person in front of you says, um, uh, so what brings you here? The gate. She says, you refer to the relic. Relic. Relic, it's a gate. She says, different names for the same thing, I suppose. <laughs> she says, you are bound to it. I can feel the energy coming off of you. Is she bound to this one? Um, <laughs> you don't know. She is apparently operating on a level slightly higher than you are. Oh. Rude. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're here for the 
date. I'm here. <sighs> she says, uh, and what brings, she says, and what, what can I do for you? What brings you here? I want to know. She says, uh, what do the rest of these have to do with the relic? Oh, they're just an audience. Um, I want to know how to close the gate. Uh, she says, oh, is that all? What do you mean, she is says, that all? She says, uh, that's a joke, my love, because there is no way to close them. Why? She says, um, they were put here by Almat, the god of the underworld. She says, I don't think his will can be revoked. Maybe if you ask him, I'll close him. What happens if someone bound to the gate leaves? Leaves what? The gate. I don't understand the question. Leaves this mortal plane? Leaves? No, just walks away. She says, um, well, eventually the gate would open and uh, the denizens of the underworld would make their way over. And we're in agreement that would be a bad thing. Sounds a little fun, at least for a while. Uh, she says, no, it would be a bad thing. Tomatoes, <laughs> She says, there's all sorts of foul creatures in the underworld. She says, uh, and she says, it was just eventually why I must sacrifice myself to the relic. Prevent that from happening. As this conversation is happening, Shivani would like to move closer to the gate and inspect it. Mm-hmm. Roll me uh, an arcana check. Uh, 21. Are there any, like, small rocks around? Oh, <laughs> sure, there's some pebbles. Little chunks of stone. Okay, uh, my roll to notice her getting ready to throw it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just also investigating like Shivanians. No. I'm just not scientifically minded. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard. You you see Una bend down, pick up a couple pebbles, look at them for throwability. I grab her wrist and say, no, do not throw rocks. Okay. Now I drop them. (laughs) Thank you. We don't throw rocks into the underworld. Don't throw rocks at religious religious relics. Fair. The last person I met at one of these gates said it was connected to the Shadowfell, not the Underworld. Are they the same thing? She says, um, a land of perpetual gray mirroring her own, filled with hordes of undead and foul creatures. So you call it a relic, I call it a gate. Other people call it the Shadowfell, you call it the Underworld? Sounds, she says, sounds reasonable. Sounds like you guys have to get your stories straight. She says, um, she says, she says, this is all written in the book of Almont. She says, where's the book of Almont? Uh, she says, up, she points up, up and says, uh, in the, in the ossuary. Have you gone in there? What's that? Have you gone in there? She says, I have. How was it? Wait, you've been through the gate? 
She nods. She says, you haven't? No, you only go in the gate when you're ready to close it for a small amount of time. Uh, she says, um, why, why, why only go in once? I don't understand. Is it dangerous to go through? The gate from spewing out demons is to sacrifice your life to it. She says, agreed. Why would you ever do that if you didn't have to? I think curiosity is a valid reason. She says... I think she knows a lot more about this than you do, Shabbat. She says... I'm just she, says, she says, all of us chosen make the, make the journey at least once. She says, many of us make it three or four times in our lifetime before we ultimately sacrifice ourselves. What's your favorite so, part about the underworld? I don't really have a favorite part. She says, it's, as I've mentioned, it's a dark and foreboding place. Mm-hmm. She says, you must be new to our way. She says, we don't worship Almont. She says, we we appease Almont. We we pacify Almont. So what does Almont want? Um, uh, she says, uh, <laughs> worshippers, same as any god, followers, um, Offerings, tithes. <laughs> so how do you appease him? She says we we pray to him. We we uh, we built this temple to him. She says, uh, at the end of my life, I will give my soul to him to keep the gate shut. So you just live the long life and then at the end of it you go in she says no when the she says the the gate she says you mean we can manipulate it to an extent and enter it and exit it she says but uh at some point it will grow in power and it will threaten to uh threaten to spill over into our world and at that point uh she says at the height of almat's longing we Die. She's, she says, "I, I sat. Will you sacrifice ourselves? We've done this for hundreds of years." My order. So you're just lucky in that you've lived such a long life. She says, "Yes, it's been, it's been a uh, thirty years since the last time one of us had to sacrifice ourselves." She says, "I was much younger then." She says, "The, uh, the apprentice to the master, not the mother to the daughter." What? She says, uh, "She says, no, we're we're chosen." She says, "Whenever, whenever the master dies, we hold a search." She says, um, "Almont's Almont's guidance leads us to the next." She says, "Though it is always a woman." Do you have an apprentice? Uh, she says, "I do." What's the name? Uh, her name is Vivian. What is it? Vivian. Vivian. 
-hmm. What do you do when it gets cranky, but you're not quite ready to like throw yourself in there and die? Do it anyway. She says we. Well, I mean, if it's not like that bad. No, no, she says you don't understand. It's either fine or or not bad. Do forgive her. She has many questions, and often they're quite silly. Would it be? She says. She says I. I don't get visitors very often. It's. And she says, there's no such thing as a dumb question. Yeah, she's funny. I didn't say she was. Is there anything dumb about it? Uh, would it be possible for one who was not chosen to pass through the gates for a brief time in return? She nods. Do you just like walk through and then turn around and walk back out? Yeah, what's the point of your going? You don't think it's that easy, guys. It's really... I'm just wondering. I'm asking. She says it's a harrowing journey. Uh, She says, we go to find Almont. Mm -hmm. We have not found him yet. But as a pilgrimage, everyone, we all must take. You sure he's a man? Uh, She she says, uh, no, but I have faith that he is. What if he's not? What if he just said he is and he's just like hanging out around here? She says it's those those seeds of doubt have entered my mind, of course, many times over the years, she says, but she says I have a tra- I was chosen, she says, I have a tradition to follow. What would you do if you find Almas? <laughs> she says she says, now there's the million gold dollar or gold piece question. <laughs> What exactly is Alma the god of? Underworld. Of uh, the underworld. You said that already. I remembered. But, like, <laughs> meaning the god of death, or... You gotta be more specific than the underworld. What's his goal? She says, we're not sure. She says, um... But he controls the land of shadow that you... You, uh, she says, and it's his will that opens the gates. That's what we've been taught to believe, anyway. So you can worship a god and still be in direct opposition to what he wants? That seems weird. I think they're trying to figure out what he wants. No, he wants to open the gate. And what we do is we stop that. Maybe he doesn't want to open the gate. Maybe he just likes easy access to other places, but doesn't want, like, overwhelming undead monsters. I forgot what I started talking about. (laughs) She says, the gods are mysterious creatures. She says, it's... There are a few human. There are a few mortals, if any, that can divine their wills. Isn't it possible you were chosen by the opposite of Almut? <laughs> she says, I, "I, I suppose it's possible." She says, "Though that's not what." What's we're... the opposite of Almut? She says, um, "Which is which?" She says, "Which God opposes all?" Yeah, is that what you're asking? Karma. <laughs> uh, she says that's Karmala, the goddess of life. Have I heard of either of those? No. (coughs) 
So why, you're the second person I've met at a gate and both of you were meditating at the gate. Maybe you should meditate at the gate. Oh, I'm the seeker. Although apparently that's a useless position. So that's awesome to learn. <laughs> I mean, don't forget also, this is just one person. <laughs> It's so, I mean... Imani is having a moment, okay? You can't take yeah. away this moment. That, that is fine. Uh, number one drink. She says, um, uh, we stay down here so that if the gate opens, we can be ready to close it at a moment's notice. She says, uh, in a few hours... such a large world, that would be a problem. <laughs> she says, uh, she says, well, it is, it's, it's, look, she says, um, uh, one time we were out of the city. She says this is about 400 years ago. Uh, she says, and the gate opened and uh, the undead spilled into the city uh, before we could get back and close it. So since then, we don't want that. We don't want to have a repeat of that incident. We hmm. Have you tried coordinating your searches with people at the other gates? Cover more ground that way. She says... Um, Searches for what? They don't search for anything. They said they're going through to look for Alma. Yeah, they're searching for a god. Oh, she says... Um, That's true uh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she says, um, in my younger days, she says, I did travel to a couple of the other gates. She says, and they have a different interpretation of what they are. And the Fantastic. Where are those at? How old are you? Rude. She brought it up. <laughs> She curious. says, "She says I'm 55 years old." Cool. Um, she says, uh, "She says uh, I've been, I've been serving this life for over 50 years now." You're chosen at five. She knows. She says Vivian was chosen at six. Hmm. Not that weird. Where I come from, they kind of decide what you're going to do when you're about that age, anyway. And I don't have any stones to throw. I was born into it, so yeah. Uh, she says, "I." Uh, she says, "I went to the gate in Skull Hill." That's uh, where we came from. Been there. Uh, she says, "I've been to the gate in Marquain, uh, in in Lacana." Uh, and she says, "And uh, my most recent trip was to Isheim, to, uh, up in Valdeheim." Does every country have a gate? She says, no, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> is Marcane, I have in my notes, Marcane's in Castellanter. It's in Lacana. It's in Lacana. I, I slipped the tongue when I... Lacana, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I fucked that up. Oh, no, I'm sorry, it is Castellanter. Uh, where did I, why did I have Lacana? Sorry, Marcane is Castellanter. I typed it wrong in this note I was looking at. So, so at these other gates, what was their opinion of the gates? Um, she says, uh, similar to yours. She says, um, uh, matriarchal societies that um, believe that the gate, they were gates to the underworld, that uh, their mission was to stop them when they reached a certain age, and that uh, that it wasn't a god that put them there, but they couldn't explain what did. I have a follow-up question. 
Yes. What's matriarchal mean? Uh, she says, uh, led by women. Cool. So at this point, we've got four to one. Cool. Four to one? On what the gate does. Oh. Four people think it's one thing. Only this, these people here think that it's the god thing. She says, well, think what you wish, um, but I believe what I believe and I know it to be true. Cool. Can I borrow the book on Almont or, or read it? She says, yes, it's upstairs. She says, um, you can read all about the gut of the underworld. Do they sell copies of this book? I think they'll just give you one if you ask. Awesome. Wait. Is it like actually about him or is it like a book of worship? She says it's it's a, it's a book of worship, yes. You can learn from that stuff. Hmm. These are gods we're dealing with, darling. They don't exactly write science texts on them. No biographies. Don't, doesn't the underworld, the undernation have like four gods total? Uh, something like that, yeah. I thought it was like seven. Is that wrong? Is that Game of Thrones again? It's <laughs> Game of Thrones again. I do that all the time. We appreciate you answering our questions and, and taking the time to meet with us. While we've been having this conversation with my 21 Arcana check, I've been making a very detailed drawing of this gate in my spell book. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there's four gods in the Undernation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Major gods, anyway. Yeah. And we appreciate your, your willingness to answer our questions, even though some of them may have been inappropriate. Fuck. She says. <laughs> she says it's. it's she, she says it's. I know right. talking about me. It went over Una's head. <laughs> she, says, uh, uh, she says I. I seldom get visitors. She says uh, aside from Vivian, she says so. I'm regardless of the quality of the eight questions. I'm happy to answer them. I have another question. Oh, yes. Have you ever heard of the goddess Anat? <clears throat> I have not, no. Cool. She says, uh, is that the one you worship? Yeah. She says, and what does, what does a knot do? Well, war, mostly. Maybe an odd skirmish or two. <laughs> she says, and what lands do you come from that worship a knot? I always forget if it's Lorraine or Paraclise. Lorraine. Lorraine. It's uh, east? She says far from here. She says over the Jafir Ocean. Yeah, in real front of her. On the opposite side of the continent over there. She says, I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Seems nice here too, though. Mm-hmm. Um, stepping out of the darkness. Uh, yeah. You see um, a maybe 20-something, or 30, so like a mid, somebody in their mid-30s, um, like walking up. A uh, woman, uh, her, she, her hair is kind of um, 
black with red streaks uh, in it that appear to be that appear to be have died died in there, uh, and uh, uh, human. Uh, and she says, uh, "Oh, hello, um, get guests." <laughs> hey, uh, have you always been human? What a strange you know, like your people, like the people, like you guys. <laughs> like you guys. <laughs> she says, You mean you mean um guardians the of, the, of the yeah. relic? She says, uh no, not all of us. I was just curious. I'm looking for patterns. Oh. Uh she uh Vivian looks over at um uh Sahar and says, uh Tourists? Uh, and uh, Sahara says, concentrate. She says, one of them, one of them has been touched by Almat. Can you figure out which one? <laughs> Strikes me off from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> she looks, she looks at the, she closes her eyes and then kind of like looks around the room with her eyes closed uh, and like, then looks at you, Amani, and says, uh, she says, you. She says, <laughs> you've been touched. No, not touched. Mm-hmm. To the side, I whisper in Celestial to Yin. I go, doom sense. Celestial. <laughs> 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 uh, Sarah says, very good. She says, um, you're coming along well. Uh, I've got to check. Doom I sense. don't. Damn it. <laughs> I, nod, I nod sagely at, at Luna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says, um, uh, she says, well, Sah- Sahar and I are about to have dinner. And she says, uh, unfortunately, we don't have enough for all of you, but. That's quite all right. If you want to, I, I mean, you said all of us you have enough for money. We can meet up with you later. No, I want to read that and chat with them. Okay. We should really be on our way. We have plans for this evening. That's true. We have lots of fun happening tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Vivian pulls a couple, uh, looks to be sandwiches out of a of a bag and hands one to Sahar. It says, okay. I'm a little sad by their sandwiches. So <laughs> as we leave, I'm going to pull out some extra chocolate from my bag and give it to them. Um, oh, uh, Vivian says, wait, you, you, you all probably don't know how to get back. <sighs> she sighs and says, follow me. I mean, can I just find our way back? Uh, I'm a ranger. You're a ranger, yeah, so you could. Uh, mm-hmm. this is actually pretty underdarky. So. <clears throat> yeah, this is like, this is my jam, yo. I <laughs> might learn more stuff from there when we leave. I think says, I- all right, well... If you're <laughs> confident, she says, I've got a sandwich to eat. <laughs> we good. Yeah. All right. So uh, you make your way back through the labyrinth, uh, kind of walking back through the map you've made in your mind of these twisty tunnels, uh, back up into uh, the sanctuary of the austere ossuary. Mm. Um, uh, Mina says, uh, did you get everything you needed? 
Uh, something like that. They mentioned a god named Alma and that you might have some information in book form. Pamphlets. She says, she says the god we worship. The god that this... But yeah, just casually mentioned that. <laughs> she says, yes. Uh, we do um, we do placate, placate Almacht here. She says, uh, uh, she says, would you like a would you like a tome? Yeah. Amani, you mind if I read that when you're done? Uh, done. Yeah. Me too. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 All right. So she uh, she hands you this like uh, you know like inch and a half thick. Uh, book. Um, uh, she uh, says, um, it's not light reading, but I hope you enjoy. Thanks. And you guys find yourself out uh, into a brilliant sunset that uh, is starting to uh, set over west over the city. Um, we should get a new one. Should what? We should get a move on. Oh, I thought you said we should get a new one. I'm like, a new sunset. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's explore that off. The sunset isn't that great. I feel like we need like a better majestic <laughs> <Recent> sunset. <laughs> All right. So, what do you do? Head towards the bandits. Southern gates. Stop somewhere for dinner. Oh yeah, we should probably eat. <laughs> All right, so you guys grab some food uh, from the uh, from a just a little stall. <laughs> Is it like some nice satay? What's that? Like some nice satay. Yeah. Uh, and as you guys head as you guys head south of the city, as you make your way out of the gates, there's some guards there, uh, and they say. Um, we're going to be shutting the gates here in just a, uh, maybe a half hour, they say. Uh, if, you, if you're outside the city when the gates shut, you won't be able to, lay, to be let back inside. It's cool. We got this. Could you tell us, uh, we were told there's a waterfall south of here. Could you tell us about how far away that is? Uh, yeah, it's about a half day's, uh, half day's hike south. Uh, follow the river. Follow the river. Uh, there'll be a point when it when a uh, creek flows into it. Follow that creek uh, up into the foothills. How far is it? If you had like horses, maybe a maybe a half hour, hour. I'm going to pull out a handful of gold. I'm going to put her hand. I grab her handful of gold and. first. <laughs> Where could we procure beasts of burden? <laughs> Are you looking to rent them or buy them? Or whatever is easier. Depends on how cute they are. Amanda, not Queen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, I will have a horse like in uh, the road to Eldorado just hanging out on the boat. <laughs> uh, 20 minutes, four gold pieces, and four camels later. Camels? All right. Uh, you guys are loping your you're loping your way towards the waterfall uh, on the back of these magnificent camels. Is the waterfall where the bandits are? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Is Una paying for the camels? Yeah. 
And you said it'd take us about a half an hour to get there? Mm-hmm. How much are camels? Four gold. Should I use pass without trace on us? Um, I assume Shivani did the negotiating. Una just gives you 20 gold. Jesus. <sighs> so we're going to counting as well. I give the person who sold us the camels five and give the rest back to Una. Well, these are rentals, um, so they'll, they'll want them back. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but they're very appreciative. Uh, Wait, how they're four? Oh, I was thinking four gold each. No, four gold oh. total. Okay. All right. All right, so uh, you guys uh, are following this creek. Uh, when you hear uh, eventually the sounds of like rushing water uh, and you look up and you see this uh, beautiful it's so it's still this scrubby kind of uh, scrubby kind of plants but there's like this point where there's kind of this big rock wall that goes up uh, and there's like a waterfall and behind it there's like three more waterfalls like going into a pool that then go over uh, it's quite breathtaking uh, since Amani cast pass without trace on you, I need you all to roll me a stealth checks with plus 20. Plus 10. Plus 10. Thank you. Ooh, thank goodness for that plus 10. How do I roll dice? <laughs> Kidding. There's a number of methods. Ha! 30! That's a nat 20 plus 10. Nice. So 30 plus... It's more than that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Plus your stealth, which is also... (laughs) A lot. A whole fucking lot. I got a 24. So that's a 38, 37. 15 for Shivani. (laughs) 37. Functionally invisible! (laughs) Very excited about this. Do we have to roll for the camels as well? No, this is taking the camels into consideration. Una, what'd you get? 25. 25, okay. Uh, And as you approach and you see the waterfalls, the waterfalls thankfully cover the sounds of your camel, um, but you do see what looks to be like a little campfire on top of this hill next to the waterfalls. Okay. Uh, Shivani is going to send a dash to go fly up and have a look and she will uh, pull her camel to a halt send a dash off and look through a dash's eyes as he right. circle over this campfire alright so uh, over this campfire you see there's two tents and a couple sleeping bags uh, there's, uh, like a table with some chairs around it, a cart, uh, and then like a couple boxes of varying goods and sundries. Uh, there's a table that's just got like, uh, weapons on it. Uh, and sitting around this campfire, uh, you see what looks to be six brigands, uh, one of which is a dragonborn and appears to be kind of the center of attention. What sort of weapons are on that table? Uh, you see like some bone arrows, some daggers, some swords. 
Anything that looks like more expensive or ornate than anything else? Uh, yeah, there is a um, a uh, a scimitar uh, that's got um, kind of a gold filigreed handle uh, and like a jewel on the, on the tip of it. Hmm. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have Adesh try to grab the scimitar and fly away with it. <laughs> nice. Uh, stealthily or not? As stealthily as possible, sure. Okay. Rolls Ooh, not good. Not good. Hmm. Uh, let's see. What's his stealth bonus? 11? Wait, does a dash get past without trace? He's out of range. Oh. Yeah, I got me within 30 feet of you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, one of the bandits just looks up and says, Hey, that bird just stole your sword. <laughs> um, and uh, the dragonborn says, That's my fucking sword. Somebody <laughs> shoot that bird. <laughs> fly, Ash, fly. Uh, and so I'm going to need y'all to roll some initiative. Also, I have no idea how far away we are from these bandits at the moment, but. <laughs> Ooh, that's good at least. That's not. <sighs> oh man. Modified twenty. <laughs> you won't know. Oh well, only 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 you would be like, oh no, a twenty. I mean I can get so much higher. <laughs> I only rolled a seven. I know. I got a 16. 14. Uh, let me finish adding. Well, hold on to those numbers in your head. Don't forget them. I just got to finish adding my here. Dungeon master. <clears throat> I gets the maps where I gets the maps. This guy. I'm gonna highlight him just a bit so that you guys can see him. All right. Uh, Yen, what did you get? Sixteen. Sixteen for Yen, uh, Shivani. What'd you get, Matt? Matt's gone. Matt's oh, muted. There. Oh, he's muted. Oh. Matt, Matt are you paying attention? Matt, what'd you get on your initiative? Uh, Shivani got a twenty-six. Adesh got a seven. <laughs> Boy. Dash is not rolling well today. 
All right. Uh, Una, what did you get? 14. And Amani, you got a 20. Um, then Bandits got a 7. And Lorian got a 23. <clears throat> All right. All right, so we'll say that there's a few turns of a uh, dash, uh, kind of leading them on a chase, kind of swooping around the, while you guys make your way up the hill stealthily. Um, uh, but uh, Shivani, you will go first. So we'll say that uh, you guys have made your way up this hill. All right, what do you do? Um, let's see. What do I do? This is a wonderful question. <laughs> so the uh, Adesh is currently playing keep away with the scimitar while these uh, the bandits have gotten like some like uh, bows and crossbows and are trying to shoot Adesh down uh, at the behest of Valorian. Uh... She's going to uh, tell Adesh telepathically to bring the, the scimitar to her. And she is going to, what do I want to do? Uh, can we see this camp and the people in it or no? Yeah. yeah. Can? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, uh, then she's going to bonus action, uh, extend her wand of magic missiles, and use three charges to shoot uh, Valorian. All right, uh, roll damage. Is there actually a depth to this camp? Uh, it's actually it's uh, up on the hill, so. <laughs> I, I, th I think looking at it now that it looks like it's a pit, but imagine that you will that that's actually just up. Oh, okay. A little bit. Uh, 17 points of force damage. Um, uh, Valorian says, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you want to do? No, she'll stay where she is. All right, uh, puts up uh, Valorian. What is Valorian going to do? So low. Uh, and uh, uh, and so you're st you're not stealthed anymore, Shivani. Are you staying there, kind of? Yep, staying where I am. In the scrubby brush. Mm -hmm. um. 
All right. Uh, he is going to make his way. Um, what's the range in that? <coughs> 15 feet. So Valorian's going to kind of dungeon mapster <laughs> run up over here to the edge, look to, looking down at you guys, uh, and he's going to uh, shoot you with the crossbow and say, "Hey, that's my sword! Give me my goddamn sword back!" Who's What's that? Who does he? Uh, you, 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 Shivani, you're the one with the sword, right? Oh, I don't have it yet. Odeshtal has it. Oh, Deshtal has it. Uh, but you did magic missile him, so... This is you there with the wand. This your bird? It's got my sword. Uh, AC 21? Uh, damn it. Yeah, that hits. Ow. Alright, so I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Oh, fuck. Ooh, natural 20. Alright, so you take four points of piercing damage. Um, what, did, what did you hit him with? Crossbow bolt. Crossbow bolt. That's what it was. Uh, and then you realize that uh, he there is something else in that crossbow bolt. Hmm. Poison. It is poison, so I don't know if you have any poison immunities or anything like that. I do Ooh. not. Now's the time to tell me. Otherwise, uh, let's see. That so was last game. We have all those resistance against poison potions that being reused. No. Right, you take uh, half damage, so you take ten points of poison damage. Okay. All right. Uh, puts up a money. Um, we had a couple turns of a dash flying around. Could I have hidden during those turns? Uh, the only person that Valorian can see right now is Shivani. The rest of you are still have your stealth checks from the past without a trace. Okay, so I can still don't don't I get a sneak attack, or is that yeah. not in this game? That yeah, you have a special something skirmisher ability, maybe. No, I have dread ambusher. Do yeah. I have that of sneak attack? That's I think that's what you're thinking of. Yeah, sneak okay. attack is a rogue thing. Okay, no. Oh right, attack. Uh huh. You have a sneaky attack. It's not sneak attack. It's not sneak attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, got that. And then I have Dread Ambusher, so I'm going to get three attacks. I'm going to use my longbow and attack the leader guy. Mm-hmm. So first attack. Um, that's a nine. So that's a twenty to hit. Uh, twenty will hit. 
Okay. Um, so that one's going to do 1d8 plus 8. This is a d8, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So that's uh, 11 points of damage. Okay. Oh no, my internet connection is unstable. What's going on? Can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, Hunter's Mark gives me 1d6 on every attack or just one attack? I think it's every attack. Every attack. Whenever you hit with a weapon. All right, so... <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a pretty great spell. <laughs> yeah, so add another three to that attack. Uh, second attack. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's going to hit. That's going to super hit. So 24 to hit. That will hit. D8. Oh, my God. It's the same damn thing. Okay, so that's um, 8, 11, 16 points. Okay. Third hit. Uh, not as good. That one's a 15 to hit. That'll hit. Hey, all right. So this one's going to be my extra D8 because of... Dread Ambusher, because this is my third attack. So 2d8 plus a d6 plus 8. So 7. 11 plus 8. So 19 points of damage. He is blooded. Yeah. All right, but he can see you now, so. I couldn't stay hidden after attacking like that? Okay. Nope. When you attack, you reveal yourself always. Uh, rogues have a, a bonus can go rehide as a bonus action, but otherwise it's uh, okay. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, puts up Yin. If I cast a buff on the party, does that reveal me? Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, I will instead do a fighty thing. Where the hell is it? Spiritual weapon. So I would like to cast my spiritual weapon. Uh, here, I think. Where? Um, here. Right below Lauren. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 60 feet. Yes, I can do that. And when I cast that, First time, I think I can use it right away, right? Yes, you get a free attack with it. <clears throat> so, spiritual weapon. Where the hell is it? There it is. Uh, thirteen. I'm guessing that that'll miss. that'll miss. Yeah. Okay, and then. I think that is all that I can do. Okay. Uh, no, spiritual weapon's a bonus action, so you still have an action you can take. Not when I, not when I cast the first, the first time. Yeah, it, no, is. it is. It is? Yeah. Oh, well, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a great spell. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't, but I can't cast another spell, or can I? You can cast a cantrip. Okay, well then I will cast, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you could cast ranged weapon, whatever your ranged yeah. weapons. 
I mean, you've been revealed. You may as well. Yeah. A sacred flame. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Sacred flame. Or actually, I'm going to do um, Toll the Dead on Valorian. Mm. So he needs to make a wisdom saving throw of 15? Yes. Yeah, he, he has to make that. All right. Uh, let's see what he gets. Wisdom saving. Uh, he rolled a natural 18. Ah, well, then he takes no damage. Yeah. But he's still kind of freaked out because it's a spooky spell. It is a spooky sound. I, I, use, that sp- I use that spell a lot with my uh, half-orc. Um, or half-hobgoblin. My hobgoblin. My hobgoblin wizard. All right. Um, where am I at? Uh, puts up Kavuna. Una. Okay. A question, just because I'm still really dumb about how this thing works. If I activate my ring of jumping, can I land here? My movement is 40 feet. 40 feet? Yeah. Is that, is that 40 feet away? It's 35 feet away. You can land there? Yep. I'm going to land there. Mm-hmm. Move, yourself. Move yourself. There. And then I'm going to turn. I'm gonna go, Lorian. We're here to bring you in, dead or alive. And then I'm gonna hit him with my mace. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me <clears throat> my mace. What is this? Uh, oh, it's a morning star, not a mace. Ooh, there's a nineteen. So, 19 plus 9 to hit. That'll hit. Yeah. Uh, uh, he says, uh, I take it you want to take me in dead at the rate you're going. No. I was just warning you, just trying to be, like, scary so you agreed. All right. How much do I roll for my, uh, my divine shit? I know it's been a while since we played, but... Yeah. Okay, uh, 1d8 <clears throat> plus 6. Ooh, uh, 12, 13 plus, oh, that's less cool. Plus 5? Yeah. 13 plus 5, 18. 18 points of damage? Yeah. Damn! <laughs> yeah, you and- Lighting him up. Hit him again. All right. Oh, shit. That was a 13? No, wait, no. No, 16. That'll hit. Nice. Uh, 14. 20. 20 points of damage? Yeah. He is looking on death's door. Ooh. I think that's my turn. All right. Uh, he says, uh, he says, uh, these, these guys came here to kill me. Fuck them up, boys. Uh, and all the uh, bandit mooks charge in. All right. Una, you're going to take two of them. Uh uh, the other ones are going to kind of block the path up here. 
Cute. Um, all right, so uh, we'll start on you, Una. Uh, you're going to take uh, six total attacks. Damn. I hope you remembered to rage. Six? I did not because I jumped. That was my bonus action. I've forgotten how to play. <laughs> That's all right. Um, these guys, but I should take a picture of this because I don't think you guys will believe me how pitiful this rolling is. <laughs> it is. Uh, I rolled a one. Nope. Two threes. <laughs> four. A five and an eight. And what does that get to? The highest is a 13. None of them hit. Nice. Una just like uh, throws her head back and laughs as they desperately try to hit her. And they just look at each other and they say, who is this demon? She's impossible to land a hit on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's... That's kind of funny that it worked out like Actually, that. no, I can't send you that picture. It's got hidden. I have notes I've written under that. I don't want you to. <laughs> <laughs> no, All right. who send us the picture? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'll, 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 I'll do some crap, uh, some cropping and censoring and send you later. Uh, all right, so those, those, uh, these three appear. Uh, they're going to shoot bows at the rest of y'all. Uh, so they get. Uh, there'll be two attacks on each of you. Um, we'll do it like that. So, Amani is red. Shivani is blue, and Yen is purple. I changed my um, my uh, hit counter was still at the old one. The last battle we had. Oh. Yeah, I think Yen, you were also healed up. Uh, I changed it. And then you're also held up. All right. Uh, so, uh, Imani, the highest one they got, probably not going to do it. AC 15? Negative. I'm a 17. Okie dokie. Yes, yeah, uh, Shivani, I've got a 12 and a nat 20. Oof. Uh, What's the total so, on the nat 20? Six points of slashing. Okay. Piercing? Yeah. Piercing, right? Uh, piercing, yes. Uh, and then yin, uh, 10 and a 20. Nope. Clankety, clankety. 20 doesn't hit you? What's Damn. Your 21. Damn. All right. Is 21 too. Oh. Tank's going to tank. Uh, yeah. And then it's Adesha's turn. Okay. Out of game, Matthew's concerned that there's a thousand gold bam- bounty for these guys and they're so weak. Um, <laughs> uh, Adesh is going to do as he was told and fly over to. Just measure those here. What's his speed? I mean, haven't we done a hell of a lot of damage so far, though? 60 yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he can make it. So he flies over to uh, Shivani with the sword in his talons. Or the scimitar, rather. 
Fart, 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 fart. <laughs> I don't know why I just found that delightful. <laughs> that's it. All right. Uh, what's up, Shivani? Shivani's going to take the scimitar. And... Um, Would it be a, a free action for her to just pop the scimitar into her bag of holding, or? Uh, I'll call it a bonus action. Okay, that works. So she'll pop the scimitar into her bag of holding, and then, let's see, what good spells do I have, if any? Oh, I'll say that, I have plenty of good spells. Um, She will cast a ray of sickness uh, targeting whichever dude just shot her with an arrow. Okay. She will cast that at a second level. All right. Uh, What's non-natural 20 to hit? That will hit. Nice. So uh, that mook takes 17 points of poison damage and needs to make a constitution save. Uh, Eight total. Nope. So he is considered poisoned until the end of my next turn. And how much damage, I'm sorry, was it? 17 points of poison damage. 17 points of poison, all right. (coughs) Okie dokie. Uh, puts up Valorian. Um, says, uh, says, I don't know how you got the to- the drop on me there, uh, big and tall and ugly, he says, but uh, it's going to be your last mistake. Uh, and he pulls out a pair of daggers. And does nothing with them. (laughs) (laughs) Waves them around threateningly. (laughs) Tries to plunge them into your sides, but you're just able to deflect it with his with your rock hard natural fives that he rolled. My rock hard abs, yeah. Those obliques. He says, "You are a very frustrating person to attack." (laughs) <laughs> Yikes. Well, you know, believe it or not, if he hits... <laughs> it would be really cool. I mean, he does so much damage. So much damage. How much damage he does. Amani. <laughs> Shall I put him out of his misery? I don't know if I can, but I'm going to try really hard. I hope not. I if I would have hit him with, if I would have hit him with a 5d6 at least, and oh. then maybe up to another 7d6 points of damage. We can oh, yeah. be merciful and just work on the little guys and let Chris try and get a hit in with a big oh. I could have hit you for 24d6 points of damage that round. That sounds not good. Absolutely not. Uh, I don't want you to think that this guy was super easy because... <laughs> 
<laughs> it sucks, doesn't it? Well, it's like when we did that one shot um, with you, with uh, Caitlin and Matt and uh, yeah. Paul and Connor, I had like this level 20 fucking wizard or sorcerer ready to fuck them up. And the mutt got the drop on me. <laughs> and then someone else got the drop on me, and he was dead in like two seconds. Well, it's like whenever we, whenever we attacked Narasana's dad, we were all fucked because we all <laughs> just rolled like shit. Uh, so seventeen is the first hit. That'll hit. Uh, got his brain eaten. Solo eleven. <laughs> Fourteen points of damage. <laughs> Yeah, he's dead. Uh, what? <laughs> okay, well, um... You, you, uh, he's very frustratedly trying to stab Una with these daggers, and an arrow just goes right into the side of his temple. And <laughs> <out there. laughs> um, well, then, I'll take a moment as I'm aiming and say, do y'all want to run away or you want to die? Uh, the bandit next to him says, no, I'm Valorian now. <laughs> I shoot him with a 17. Uh, that, that hits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I use I can move my hunter's mark because he died right yeah yeah, it's, yeah so I get both of those uh, oh man two ones oh. yeah it doesn't feel good does it <laughs> still 13 points of damage 13 yeah 13, 13. 13. alright does it just need to be 14 <laughs> no no he's got way more hit points than that uh. He's fresh. All right. Uh, I'm going to keep my distance. Yeah, and you're up. <laughs> oh, Chris, you look disappointed. <laughs> I've been there. I know how that feels. I mean, it sucks. I'm going to cast Create Food and Water because I'm obviously not needed in this fight. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I am going to... I'm not going to do that. I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt as a second level at... Is this the guy that Amani just shot? Yeah. I will cast Guiding Bolt at him. And where the hell is that? There is. Uh, 18 to hit. That'll hit. Awesome. Uh, second level, it doesn't math for me. 46. Oops, 5d6. Ooh, 17 points of damage. Sure. And... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, you want to move your uh, uh, fireplace poke over there and give him a little poke too? Yeah. Um... <laughs> And actually, I think I've got an advantage from the Guiding Bolt. Yeah, roll it. 
Jesus, I got two twos. So right. that's a nine. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do it. All right, puts up Una. All right. Um, I'm going to turn to Gregorian and kind of laugh. What's <laughs> Norian? Oh, sorry. Um, and go. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a little more fun and hit him with my morning star. Uh, that is a 21 to hit. That'll hit. Oh, okay. And then after this, I rage. Seven plus six is 13 plus nine is lots. 22. Uh, he falls to the ground with his head smashed in. The guy next to him says, oh, I'm the Valorian now. Gosh. I uh, go into my rage, send up a trick prayer to the goddess Anat, but her purpose filled me. And I go, uh, you guys are just... not great at this, are you? And no, then... we're, actually, we're actually pretty damn good. <laughs> uh, um, new new Valorian. Oh, did you have other stuff you wanted to do on your turn? Oh yeah, I have two attacks. Oh okay. Uh, whatever thirteen plus nine is. That's enough to hit. Ooh, plus with my rage, I get plus two. Uh, 12, 13, 14, 15, 15. Alexa, turn on the lady. 22. Uh, 22. Uh, right. You put a good hit into him. All right. Anything else you're doing? Marking that I wanted to rage. But nothing else on my turn because I have bonus action actions and I am happy where I am. All right, uh, he is going to make three attacks at you, the new Valorian. A four, a two, and a four. Chris! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. What's that? It's being so mean that it's losing some of its fun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, he says, my God, you are hard to hit, though. Abs of steel. And he's going to yell, yell to the other three guys. He says, uh, shoot and scatter, shoot and scatter. Uh, all right. So um, uh, all right. Let's see here. Ooh, these are better. Um, Amani, is uh, a 22 hit? Oh, yeah. 22 to 23. Those both hit. Oh, damn. Um, so you'll take uh, 16 points of damage. Okay. Um, uh, Shivani, the 14 and 20, I think both miss. Uh, Yin, uh, 20 misses, but a 22 hits. Yes? Yes. Uh, eight points. Piercing damage. Uh, and then these three guys just make a bolt for it. (laughs) 
Flee. All right. What's up, Adesh? Adesh uh, is going to perch on a branch and like a pretty bird because he's. Jesus. What was that? My phone went off. Oh. God. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's up, Shivani? Uh, can we still see the ones that are running away, or are they now? Uh, oh, uh, attack, move. They would actually. Uh, they tried the stealth. Um, so if you would like to look for them, roll a perception check. Is that an action? Or? Uh, uh, let's say it's not. I'll look up the rule for it later. Uh, that's not good. Uh, <clears throat> uh, seven. Uh, you can't see any of them. They've disappeared into the foliage. Cool. But I can still see the one next to Una? Yes. Cool. Uh... Let's cast Frostbite. It needs to make a DC 14 con save. DC 14 con save? All right. Uh, He rolled a three. (laughs) (laughs) That's eight points of cold damage, and he will have disadvantage on the first attack roll he makes next turn. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, Puts up Amani. All right. Who's still alive here? There's one guy down here still alive. Mm-hmm. And then guys hiding. Yep. Well, you have pretty I'm, high perception, though. You can probably find them. Yeah, I'm going to go hunting. Um, Pass Without Trace is still going on me, right? No, uh, you would have no. had to drop it to cast Hunter's Mark. Exactly. Oh. Well... Um, that's okay, though. Because <clears throat> even if I, okay, so here's the question. If I were to cast it again and I were to attack, would it stop? Or could I help me again as soon as I moved and hit again? So if you cast, if you cast Path Without a Trace right now, would it help you? Yeah. Yeah. Over the course of more than one turn. Yeah, we I mean, I think it lasts up to an hour. Yeah. Okay. So even if I attack, it would still come back. Yeah, it doesn't go away. You just can't use Hunter's Mark and it at the same time. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'm pretty sure I lost the Hunter's Mark because I didn't get to change it to somebody else. <clears throat> so I'll cast Pass without Trace again. Oh no, you still have Hunter's Mark. If you want it. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, I should move it to somebody else. But I can move thirty feet to. I will start going this direction. And, oh, that's not picking myself up. Try again. I will stealthily try to find <clears throat> the sneakies. All right. Um, uh, roll a perception check. Okay. It'll be under abilities. That's not it. Um, and hiding is an action. Are you trying to hide? <laughs> um... So it's casting pass without a trace. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I I would just try to be stealthy while I was looking for them. I wouldn't use an action to hide. Okay. <laughs> um, perception. Twenty modified twenty. All right. You can see uh, two of them. Perfect. Um, but I can't do anything else, right? Right. So I'll just wait. 
Okay, uh, what's up, Yin? I had a, a perception check of 16. Uh, you can see the bottom one. Okay. <clears throat> In that case, I will cast hold person on him. Okay. <laughs> uh, roll. He needs a wisdom 15. It's a natural, he rolled a natural one, so he is held, he is held firmly in place. <laughs> um. And then I'm going to move 30 feet. Just a question on mechanics. If you hold person, somebody who's stealthing, does that make him visible to everyone? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Okay. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to move my little fireplace poker and smack at this guy. Okay. Uh, 20. That'll hit. Seven points of damage. All right. What's up, Una? Seeing uh, the fire police poker stab the guy in front of her, she just trying to snarls a little bit and throws back her morning star to hit him. Natural 20, wasting <laughs> somebody who's like almost dead. <laughs> uh, roll, that, roll, that, roll that beautiful 20 damage. Uh, ooh, low. I forget, do we double it or do we roll it twice? Roll twice. Ooh, much better. Uh, twenty-two. All right. Uh, he's still up. I'm gonna go. Apparently. Damn it! And hit him again. All right. Uh, 14? Uh, that will just miss. <sighs> okay. All right. Having noticed that it didn't, like, get hit quite good, it just has to, like, swing it back around and goes wide. All right. Um, noticing that, uh, that their hiding isn't good enough, um, because clearly people are seeing them, <laughs> uh, uh, these two here are just going to move uh, 90 feet this way so whoosh. they're running as fast as they can away uh, this one is stuck in place does he get a save end of his turn yeah end of his turn uh, he does not succeed You know, if you're looking for new dice, there's always dieharddice.com. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my mistake is I'm not rolling my diehard die. You should. They're really good. They're the ones that are doing really well for me right now. I mean, you know. Um, puts up a I rolled a different one and then it fucked that's up. That last one was the different one. It's the only one I missed on. Uh, Dash is going to... Mm -hmm. 
Fly over here next to Shivani. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> Shivani, what do you do? Shivani crooks her head at the uh, the dude who is uh, engaging with, uh, with Una. Just sort of kind of surprised he's still alive. And <laughs> she just kind of shrugs. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> uh, we'll do another frost fight. So con save DC fourteen. Uh, con plus two. That's all. You got a twelve. Four points of cold damage. Uh, he's still up, but barely. <laughs> he's hanging in there he's a fighter <laughs> I believe in you he needs a name <laughs> uh, and then bonus action I will use uh, second wind alright seven hit points back okay uh, puts up uh, Monty uh, so those other guys are running away. Yeah, they're like they got another ninety. They're ninety feet away now. I mean, I can still hit them, but oh, yeah, they're yeah, longbow man. But I can't hit all three of them. Just hit one really hard. Well, it's only two that are ninety feet away. One of them's Sorry. held by held by Yen's magic. Do we get more money if we bring back more bandits? Uh, no, it was just a thousand for Valorian. Well, I'm just gonna hit the one that's still attacking Una then. <laughs> okay. Just, uh, just let him run away. Um, so that's uh, 18 to hit. That'll hit. This will probably be it for poor, poor Omar. <laughs> uh, Valorian the third. <laughs> Valorian the third. Um, 13 points of damage. The bandit formerly known as Omar uh, is now dead. <laughs> uh, and as he's dying, he looks at you, Una, and he's just like, I did all right, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of grafts onto your, like, your, your new outfit. And he's like, I did okay. <laughs> it's over. You did good, friend. You did good. <laughs> um... Do we hear somebody off in the woods going, I'm the new Valorian now? <laughs> this, guy that's, this guy that's being held is mumble like, kind of like, oh. I'm the new Valorian now. I'm the Valorian. Mana, did you want to use your second attack on the guy that's being held right now, or what do you want to do? Uh, no, he's being held. We can just tie his ass up, right? Yep. All right, uh, puts up. <laughs> Yen. <laughs> Um, I will uh, saunter up to this guy and um, begin tying him up. All right, so uh, a lot of you are able to tie Wait. him up. Uh, okay. What's Wait. That? I'm raging. It's, Una, it's your turn. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Yen, has, Yen has like wrapped a rope around the guy and is in the process of tying him up. 
as the uh, guy in front of me is grappling onto my robes, all I do is try to mow him down on my way to this guy, and I go and I hit him over the head with my uh, mace. Uh, you have advantage. Yeah. Uh, no, no, wait. Uh, 21. Hold on a second. Please hold. Um... Morning star. I keep forgetting what it is. Please hold it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you just have advantage. So roll advantage. Yeah, and so that's 21. 21? And it's an auto crit. That's what I was trying to look up if it was an auto crit or not. It's only if he's un- unconscious, though, right? He's paralyzed, which means if she's within five feet, it's a critical hit. Ah, there it is. Yes. Okay. Ah, yeah, so yeah, that's an auto crit. Critical damage, Una. Ooh, that's not good for him. Thirty-seven. All right. So, Yen, Yen, you uh, you barely have time to dodge out of the way as you see Una barreling up. You kind of raise your hands up to stop her, uh, but you realize that when she's got this look in her eye, that there's nothing stopping her. And Una just comes up, and uh, Cricket hits the guy in the back of the head <laughs> with her base, uh, and you just hear the sound of his neck just shatter, uh, and he falls. Well, he stands there dead, uh, and then kind of falls over. Um, having exhausted her movement, Una just kind of s- stares and kind of like almost uh, and off in the distance, about at the distance where they are. <laughs> you hear a guy yelling. <laughs> mm-hmm. She can't go any farther, but she's like zeroed in on where the Ivalorian comes from. Oh no, we don't hit prisoners. Very, very bad. Giovanni debates whether they need to start picking up trank darts. <laughs> <laughs> need to save a whole person for Una at the end of the fight. Mm. Mm. We don't attack the defenseless, Una. Well, if we're out of initiative, Shivani's going to start rifling through the camp and seeing if they have anything of value. All right, uh, you very quickly you find a bunch of empty liquor jugs because you get the idea that all of them were drunk, which explains their incompetence. <laughs> <laughs> Con. Um, good cover, good cover. Yeah. Uh, uh, you find some tents, some bedrolls, uh, a variety of mundane weapons. Uh, there's the, uh, the scimitar, uh, which uh, as you pull it out of your bag, you realize it has some sort of magical aura to it. Um, you also find, um, a variety of dyes and powders, uh, a box of loot that contains 150 gold pieces in various denominations, uh, and a couple of, uh, sapphires, uh, and emeralds, uh, all together worth another hundred. Can I just say, I definitely have a problem, because Chris says you found a bunch of dice, and I'm like, I have more dice, and it's for my character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, dice is in fabric dice. No, right? I got that. It was just my first, my first, yeah. like, dice! 
Uh, oh, you also find uh, one box that appears to have nothing but like cooking spices in it in bulk for bulk quantities. Oh, okay. smell that on our boat. Ooh. Yes. Not uh, somewhere. Sell it. Bridger will be happy f to have those. Uh, Imani. Yes. There's some uh, gold and a few gems here. If you can add those to the ship fund. Okay. I wasn't prepared for that. One second. <laughs> it was 250 worth. Yep. Yeah. And um, uh, Ian. Yes. I believe you have a spell of some kind to uh, uh, preserve dead bodies. Make sure uh, it's all rigor mortis and smelly. Let's see. Do I have such a thing? Um, I don't. Oh, never mind then. I am still trying to breathe in Avalie. Una walks down and grabs the body of original Florian <laughs> and is trying to like throw him up over her shoulder. It's like, I got this. <laughs> Why don't you throw him in the cart, actually? And then we can... Is there a cart? Yeah, they have a cart there. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll I bring him over the cart. And take that back to town. Do we want to cap here for the evening or, well, the gates be closed to town by now? Yeah, we can get, we, we can get closer to town. Yeah, maybe not. Well, the newest Valorian is out there stewing. I'm not afraid. I know, but I want to sleep. I don't want to have to wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah, I think they'll they'll hit ocean before they stop. <laughs> it's an hour till we're outside the gates, and can probably the four of us sleep through the night. Yeah. All right. Oh. So I grab a gravy and I hitch him to the cart. I named my camel gravy in my head. Because of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? Awesome. It's almost as good as sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, who's taking the first watch? I need the last watch. Uh, I'll take first. All right, roll me a perception check. Are we camping here or are we heading back to... I thought we were going to head back. Yeah. Yeah. We're oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I miss, I, so you're not... So where are you uh, heading back to? We're outside the gate and then pause. Okay. Uh, so you guys make your way back to town. You get, uh, find yourselves outside the gate. There's also like a couple other people camping out by there. Okay. Waiting for the morning. They got. They apparently got here like just too late. When they were traveling here, Redora. Um. You said there's other other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go talk to them. Okay. Matt, you look like you're very disappointed in that choice. <laughs> no, I'm just like, of course. <laughs> Is a good choice. Okay. <laughs> How's it going? Um, uh, the people uh, kind of look up and they say, uh, "Well, we missed the we missed the gate by like twenty minutes." 
uh, it's a bummer. And I pull one of the fancy wines that I have out of my uh, bag of holding. I sat down and I'm like, drinks? Yeah, that sounds great. I mean, take a, take a swig and uh, they pull some stuff out that they have and they share it with you as well. Cool. Just make small talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they seem uh, they seem happy to uh, happy to know you. They're they're uh, part of uh, their merchants that are coming up from Adora with some stuff to sell. And we're hoping to get their uh, shop set up in the market the next day. Well, I'm going to ask them like some somewhat leading questions, trying to find out more about where they're from, just because we're exploring the continent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're from Adora. That's uh, it's the well, yeah. Of- I mean more about Adora. Oh, uh, uh, like what? What do you want to know? And then roll me a persuasion check. Um, is the port city here in this country? Yeah. Oh, different one. Okay. Yeah. It's like um, sort of cultural aspects of it. Um, whether they all, if it's more like this town or if it might be closer to like, if it's more, if like the port towns in this area tend to be similar culturally as opposed to towns farther away and stuff like that. Um, they, they say uh, that um, this town is, uh, is like, Zadora is a little more, it's smaller and a little more like staid and conservative. Um, uh, they say that uh, Redora is a lot more fun. We should go to Redora. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, they, yeah, they suggest to go. They give you like the name of a of like a good bar there, uh, the Bronze Arrow. Bronze Arrow. This is going to be the one thing I write down for this campaign. <laughs> 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 which the only reason i'm not writing a whole lot down is because it's not an una thing to know so. <laughs> <laughs> but this is something she would remember mm-hmm. um uh so uh you guys uh camp the night out uh Nobody needs to roll any checks for watch because uh, you're so close to the gate. There's guards watching over all of you up on the up on the parapets. Um, uh, and then morning comes. Um, what do you do in the morning? I think we uh, bring this body and turn it. <laughs> we take this corpse to whomever we claim the bounty from. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so you guys take your cart. Uh, how many, did you load just the one Valorian on there, or did you load the other Valorians that you killed as well? I only brought the one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, you take your prime Valorian prime uh, uh, <laughs> to uh, the constable's office. Um, uh, where a uh, you kind of come in, there's a... Shivani was going to cast Identify on the scimitar. Sorry. Oh, uh, it is a vicious scimitar. Ooh, vicious. Nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you roll a crit, you get an extra plus seven damage. Uh, And it looks pretty. Um, (laughs) Which is very important. 
Uh, so you open the door to the constable. There's sort of a groggy looking uh, guards, uh, guards person there, uh, a tiefling. Uh, she looks up at you and says, one sec, takes a sip from her mug, sets it down. She says, yeah. He brought you a body. We're here to claim the bounty on Valorian, the bandit. Oh. She said. She says, Valorian the Slayer. She yes. says, Valor- Allegedly. She says, Valorian the Shadow. She says, uh, Valorian the kind of the bitch. <laughs> no offense to you, Chris. <laughs> she says, uh, he's a master assassin. Um, Was. Well, let's come out and take a look at the body. So uh, she uh, she comes outside, um, looks I'll at him. I kind of like grab it by the back of the neck and like push it up a little bit so that he's looking at her. Mm-hmm. Yes, quite, quite. And there's a yes, dragon, green dragonborn. Yes, I see that. Um, uh, she says uh, he did have a unique sword. Pull it out of the bag. This one. Uh, that's the one. All right. Well, um, she says uh, we'll get him over to the austere ossuary uh, for the last rites. She says, but in the meantime, she says a thousand gold pieces, I believe, are uh, due in order to you. Um, oh, she says there's one last thing I need to do, uh, and she uh, uh, kind of goes over to the body and just pokes it. And it holds a mirror under the nostrils. <laughs> All right, yeah. He looks- I just kind of smack him upside the head. Like she says, she says, I've seen a couple bounty schemes in my day. She says, I'm not an idiot. But yeah, he's, he's clearly dead. Okay, cool. And I pick him up and I hand him to her. No, no. You, I guess this is your <laughs> part. So, um, yeah, so put him there on the ground. Okay, great. Uh, and then... Um, uh, Platinum okay for the reward? Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, one second. She goes inside, comes back out a moment later with... Uh, I... while, she, while she's inside, I'm going to lean over. It's funny to go, which one's the platinum again? The platinum is about 10 gold, darling. The shiniest one. Yes. Yes. Uh, and she hands you a, a small... Um, just very bare, you know, unfinished wooden box. Uh, when you open it up, there's uh, uh, ten sleeves of ten platinum pieces each. Thank you very much. I will pass that to Amani. Um, what's a thousand divided by four? Two fifty. Two fifty. Um, I'm not going to put my portion in the ship fund. I'm going to put it in my personal portion. Put mine in the boat fund. Okay. Same. Okay. Yeah, same for me. So I'm the only one taking my personal pay? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a play, am I? Yeah. It's 250 gold, right? 250 yeah. gold each, yes. Yeah. And right. then, oh, so I'm putting... 750 in the... 750 in the group fund? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um... And as you guys are pocketing your gold, um, a uh, probably like a gnome, you're not sure, comes up wearing purple and a purple outfit and a white mask. Uh, and Una hand, uh, 
kind of bows graciously to you and then holds a scroll up to you. I take the scroll. Yeah, thanks. It, it bows again and then runs off. I just put it in my pocket. Okay. Uh, Una, what was that? I don't know. He handed me this paper. Let's uh, let's take a look at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I hand it to you. It might have some writing on it. <laughs> well, that's helpful to me. <laughs> What's the day would you hand it to me? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know it was a pressing matter. Well, a masked figure handed you a letter. That's something. <laughs> There's tons of them running around here. Okay. Yeah. What does okay. it say? No, um, I'm asking Chris. Uh, who who reads it? I do. Okay, uh, you pick you you uh, you unfold the uh, letter in a very uh, ornate handwriting style. In common, uh, you see um, uh, to the captain and officers of the Dragon's Fury, you are cordially invited to the Minaret of Mystery uh, to be entertained by Lahaz the enig- Enigmatic. Your presence is requested this evening at five. All I know is the last time we went to somebody's house, it was very fancy. It did not end well. <laughs> but that's player knowledge. <laughs> of the last campaign. <laughs> yeah. I will ask this constable, what do you know about this enigmatic so-and-so? She kind of... Uh, uh, she's kind of like... She's got like a stretcher that she like a little like, like draggy sled that she's like putting the body on. <laughs> I help her put the body on. Like morning sled, and she just looks up. She says, "Lahaz, the enig- enigmatic." Yes. Uh, she says that's the one that rules over the city. Of course. <laughs> oh. In that case, I don't think we can refuse. Probably have good food. Uh, and on that note, uh, we will end the session. So. Hooray. Did we level up? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yay. Oh my god. Oh, we did. We returned the camels, just by the way. Yep. Oh, yeah. We're not gonna I figured as much. We don't want to get two days uh, rental. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, the deposit. And, you know, and, and, and stuff. All right. So, yeah, you guys level up. Uh, um... Everyone's good for next week, yeah? Yeah. Uh, no. John. I have Irish Fest next week. I thought that wasn't until September 1st for some reason. No. Um, so are you gone the whole weekend? Yes. All right. But you'll be back on the 25th? Yes. Yeah, after that, I don't think I have anything for months and months. Um, I'm out the 30th. Hey, Amanda. Sean, this is the first time I've been out. I've been waiting for you guys. <laughs> Start with that. Sean, Sean, when do you leave for Irish Fest? Friday morning. Um, would you guys like to do Thursday the 